Why, hello there, our beloved audience. How are you today? Dude, I don't think they're hearing us. That, ugh, damn. Rude. Not responding back to me. How dare they? I know, honestly. After all the after that Dragon Ball Evolution video we suffered through for you people. After all the things I've done. Honestly. Like, just be lucky you weren't here for Endless Love. I, I'm going to be real with you. Those movies you reviewed while I was gone, I probably would have skipped all of them anyway. Honestly, I, I wouldn't have blamed you if you skipped Miss Congeniality or Endless Love. I think I called Sandra Bullock's character a bitch over a hundred times. That's actually really funny. <laughs> but I'm not too proud of it, nor do I condone calling a woman a bitch. Audience. You, now, we are going to be talking about a childhood favorite of mine, Anthony's, and Annalise's. Yeah, where is she today? Uh, you know, probably um robbing a bank. Probably do, getting into some kind of problems. Could be overthrowing the Peruvian government. I don't know. That, that seems that seems in her on her it's, wheelhouse. It does, doesn't it? But it does feel weird doing this episode without her. Yeah, well, um, she has a life. Unfortunately, today we're talking about the Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. Her winner, Brendan Fraser. And um, what's her name? Rachel Wise? Yeah, that's it. And then, I, I don't know Jonathan's actor's name or Emotep's actor's name. Arnold v- Vass something? Is that is that Jonathan? No, that's Emotep. Oh, that's Emotep? Okay. Yeah. And then Jonathan's Jonathan. Yes. So, this was, I was originally supposed to be a remake of the 30s horror movie. I, I think it kind it kind it's a reimagining. I was about to say it's definitely not a remake. It's not a straight to the, to the book remake because they didn't, this is not at all a horror movie. Um, it's, it's more well, than, it's it's horror elements. It's more of an action comedy. I was gonna say it's more of an action adventure movie than yeah. Movie. It's an action adventure horror B movie. The funniest part about this is Jonathan's actor's first name is Jonathan. No way. John David Hanna is his name. Ah. And Arnold Vaslu is uh, Emotep. Yeah, uh, from what I remember, I haven't watched the original Mummy in a minute. I'm, I usually stick to either Frankenstein, Dracula, or the Wolfman when it comes to the old Universals. But the Mummy is called Emotep, and he is trying to resurrect his dead girlfriend. That part from, I did know. Yeah, sure. that that's from what I remember. But I've, I've, the only two Mummy movies I've ever seen are this one and The Mummy Returns, because they never did a third one. So. That never happened. There were only two of them. Okay. Yes. So, Frankie, do you want to get right to it, or do you want to discuss your personal memories with the film? So, yeah, before I talk about the plot, I, the first time I saw this movie was when I was, like, Seven. I had to have been five or just turning six. And I won't lie to you. The first time I saw Emotep come back to life, I pissed my fucking pants. Oh, this movie freaked the hell out of me. I was... No, when you're a kid, to see a walking corpse, it's... <sighs> no, there is some effective horror shots, especially if you're a little kid, that work in this. 
Yeah, it is like um, there is some stuff, but I became a once I got over that, I actually became a pretty big fan of this movie, and I watched it a lot. Understatement to, to the point where I ended up seeing the sequel in theaters without you. Know, you. Yeah, and it's funny because I ended up seeing the original in theaters without you. Yeah, you know, full circle. But I was anticipating a third one, but we never got it. So. Did, but we didn't. No, no, we didn't. Um, it's a multiverse, man. You see, that's in a universe where it's a different Eevee, so therefore it's not in the original timeline. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I will die on that hill. I don't know what you're talking about. They, they never made a third. I heard there was like some fever dream where they rebooted it with Tom Cruise, but I don't know how much I believe that. Yeah, they try. I, I think they were trying to do a dark universe, but that didn't pass up. But it, but it was a dream. Yeah, I just I don't recall any of these events happening. Nope. But anyway, Frankie, should we get on with the show here? I think we should. So, okay. the movie starts in the year twelve ninety BC. Mm. And right off the bat, can I just say the CGI has held up quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. So we see um, this um, this Egypt is ruled by Pharaoh Seti I. And he... After Moses. Yep, and he's got, I believe, a wife named Anaxudamun. Is it his wife, or is it just his, for lack of a better term, whore? It says mistress. I think they called her mistress, so... I want to be nice and say wife, but... I mean, back is- in the day, and I mean, still in politics, everyone's sleeping around, so... My dog is barking at a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> what what, you're, what you don't understand is that dog is... That vacuum cleaner is actually an evil demon from another world. Oh, God. And you see dogs. But Anaxunamun is having an affair with the high priest, Emotep. Why? And, um, shut up. I guess they were in love secretly. My guess this was a forced marriage with the pharaoh. And she was actually... Definitely not by her choice. But once the um once the pharaoh finds out, Emotep and her just kind of stab him to death. Okay, there's an easy way to avoid all of this. Had Emotep just not touch her, just like I don't know, awkwardly make out with her or grab her ass. Fair. I mean, I know that may sound a little crude and sexist of us, but he's not wrong. There, I, there is a shot of her butt in the film. It's gratuitous as hell. But, I mean, there's no markings on There's no paint on that. So he could have just grabbed that. And he would have been fine. I know I came off as a pig, but... But you're not wrong. Because, I mean, the camera shows her from from the back. And there's no paint on that. So the the protectors of the pharaoh, the Medjai, show up. And um, Emotep uh, gets out of there. Someone takes him away. I don't think it's the Medjai. Her? No, someone. No, people. T- I forgot who takes Emotep out of there. It, it, just his priests. 
Yeah, his priests come and save him. But they don't grab her. There's still plenty of time for both of them to go. Because she, but she, uh, she kills herself. Because and, Emotep's the only one that can bring people back from the dead. Um, so he goes to him and his priest steal her body and go to Hamanaptra and get the Book of the Dead. I forgot what it's called. The I Black it, Book. Uh, that's all they call it, the Black Book. I thought it had a real name. But the Book of Amun Ra or something? No, know. that's the Book of the Living. That's oh, the gold that. book. What's the Black Book called then? I don't think they gave it one. It's called the Book of the Dead and the Black that's, Book. That's weird. That they give the good whatever. So he um he actually does the he does the ritual, and he does bring her back to life temporarily, and is about to finish it, but he's stopped by the magi. Okay, so it, later in the film he has to sacrifice Evie. I mean, spoilers to you people. You, we, this movie's almost twenty years old, isn't it? This movie's twenty four years old. Thank you, twenty four years old. If you don't know what the, this plot is, spoilers to you. But. He has to sacrifice Evie to bring Anax and the Moon back, right? So who is he going to sacrifice? Yeah, there's no sacrificial lamb here. Was he going to sacrifice one of his priests? Like, uh, but he's there's no one on the slab, and so he and he's raising the like he's going to stab her again. Uh, point, but well, anyway, all the priests are mummified, and Emotep is like he has his tongue cut off. He's Dude, this scene used to freak me out. Just the music and just the fact that they're deep in the city of a of the dead, like a burial. And, and the, they, these people just merc just without remorse killing these people. And like they wrap him up, throw him in a in um in a coffin or sarcophagus. Yeah. And pour scarabs on him that eat the flesh of him. But they put a curse, the curse of Monra, I think. No. The home die. Yeah, the home they formed the home dynam, which, by the way, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. You're going to literally give him all the power. I mean, to their credit, they did everything they could to fucking prevent it. And it okay, then just fucking kill him. Just do a it, regular thing. It took He's almost, still dead. It took almost 700 years. So, I mean, then just freaking kill him. Why get, risk the chance of him coming back and destroying the whole world? All right, so then it jumps to 1926, almost 700 years later, where we meet our protagonist, um, Rick, uh, Rick O'Connell, played by Oscar winner Brendan no, Fraser. Actually, it's, not, it's 1923 first, because it jumps three years later, but um, that's that, okay, that's right, that's right. It, we meet our protagonist, Rick O'Connell, who is in Hamanatra. Yeah, what what is it? What where is, is he like with a French military or some military? Uh, he's American. Yeah, he's so, American, but I, I don't know. And he's with his second in command, Benny. And Benny's a dickhead. And um, Rick's men are mostly gunned down. He's the only one that survives. They get gunned down quick. And before he's killed, um, something, something stops them. It's just the curse of the mummy. Mm-hmm. By the way, before we continue on the plot, I just want to play a little game with you. Can you think of anyone in cinema that's a bigger dick than Benny? Can I think of anyone who's a bigger dick than Benny? Yeah. In cinema. In cinema. Gordon Gecko. Is he from again? Uh... 
Wall Street? I haven't actually seen Wall Street. You've never seen Wall Street? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Um, what's the dude's... The, the villain from Titanic? Billy Zane? Yes. Fun story, though, that you actually bring that up. People get him and the guy that plays Emotep confused a lot. That's really funny. <laughs> Lovejoy, find her. Or, you know... Um, Billy Loomis. Yeah, Billy's kind of a dick. Billy, kind of a dick. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, Billy Loomis is just slightly dickish. He's only a slightly dickish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. But um, the Magi have continued, and their leader, Ardeth Bay, is looking at Rick. And the magic, like, should we kill him? He's standing like, around playing circle jerk with each other. Yeah, and he's like, "Nah, the desert will get him." So three years later, we see they're um, not good at their job. We see a librarian named Evelyn, who we're gonna abbreviate to Evie for the rest of the movie. Destroy, destroy a library. She plays dominoes with them, but you find out that she um can read and write ancient Egyptian, is actually very smart. She's the smartest character in the whole film. She, she is. And um, so we after that, we run into her brother, Jonathan, who finds this thing. I'll get to what that is later. It's a hexagon. Which or, is has, it, or is it an octagon? Which has a... Dude, I don't remember. How many... I, I don't remember. I want to say... I don't octagon. know. It might be a hexagon. I don't fucking remember. Um, so they find the map to Habanoptera, who the very, very, very dickish uh, head of the library, I'll get back, he'll come back to him later, burns. He acts like it's an accident. It ain't, and you can tell it's not. That, that happened. So we find out that Jonathan got that in a bar fight. And they go to this prison where the guy from the bar went. Can can we just talk about this prison? There's literally a... I mean, it's a work prison, I'm assuming. But they have these guys in hamster wheels that are literally not attached to anything that they're just running in. What is the point of it? So this very fat, disgusting pig of a man. Even Frankie can't even answer my question. Exactly. I just... <laughs> I need to talk about this guy. This guy is just gross. Alright? Like, he just makes me feel ill. You know what I imagine this man smells like? Booze and fucking ham. Booze, <laughs> old disgusting ham, sardines, and sweat. You know, that's probably about right. And farts. Old farts. <laughs> so we find the guy who Jonathan got the, um, the, the thing from, and it's O'Connell. And he immediately punches Jonathan in the For being in a bar fight? Because he stole it from him. He stole the thing from him. He, Jonathan probably started it. No, Jonathan... Yeah, Jonathan stole the puzzle, the key thing from O'Connell. But why is O'Connell getting hanged? Um, he, Because he was in a bar... I Listen, I don't know e Egypt laws and whatnot. I don't pretend was, to understand them or yeah, look yeah. into them. 
Anthony, you don't understand. He was just looking for a good time. Yeah, well, he was having a real good time, if that's the case. So Evie asks him about the puzzle box, and he's like, no, you want to know about Hamanatra. And she's like, well, can you tell me to get there? He's like, come here, come here. And he kisses her. And he's like, get me out of here. She's into it. And uh, I wonder if that was her first kiss. Good question. Good question. We'll ask him that when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they make a deal with... Um, with um, the warden, with, with Michael Moore over here, and, um, <laughs> and um, they Jesus. release and they release him. Um, so they go on a boat, and Evie's talking about how gross and vile he is, and then he shows up, all clean shaven, all prettied up, and she's like, "Oh, I mean, to be fair, at this point, would you not fawn over uh, Brendan Fraser?" You make a fair argument. Thank you. One woman wouldn't. And um, he takes the... And um, he straight up is like... She's like, is this a trick? He's like, lady, look. We went there, and all we found was sand and blood. Let me take your bags. You think they actually went into Hominatra, though? I mean, they were above it all. Uh, they, they had to go in there. You think so? He knew how to get there. Yeah, but yeah, he knew how to get to the location, but he thinks they actually had a chance to actually dig and look into Hamanatra before they got attacked. Maybe not, but he at least uh, he had to enough to get that key. That's true. I mean, I doubt them. Uh, they would have left that on like some on the ground somewhere. So they get on this boat, right, and um. They meet this other group of people who are also looking for Hamanatra. And they're being looks like a dollar store version of O'Connell. It really does, though. (laughs) They have almost the same hairstyle. They almost dress the same. It's hilarious. And they're being led by Benny. And um, Benny antagonizes O'Connell. And O'Connell does the logical thing of throwing him off the boat. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. Dude, Benny, Benny gets one-upped in this movie all the, the time. time. Like, O'Connell always makes him look like a chump. Because he is a chump. It's so good. He is a literal is. human embodiment of the weasels from now, Frank I, Roger Rabbit. I want to say something real quick. I actually fucking love Rick O'Connell to death. He's such a sarcastic douchebag. And I love it. He's great. He really is. He's, um... I know he's the main character, so you're supposed to like him, but... Brendan Fraser does a good job as the character. In anyone else, I don't think it would work as well. No, I don't think so. I, I think Brendan Fraser brings that natural likability to him. So, Evie and, um... Rick talk for a minute. And he tells her straight up, there's something evil there. And she doesn't buy it. She's very clearly an atheist. She's very clear. What? What? <laughs> she, she's like, if I could see it and I could touch it, it's real. She's an atheist. Sure. Why not? She's very clearly an atheist. And, um... Oh, trust me, Evie, that's gonna change as the movie goes on. 
And she's well, like, I mean, what? the Egyptian gods are the one true gods in this in this world, so yeah. And she's like, why did you kiss me? And he's like, well, it's going to have to be hanged. It seemed like a good idea at the time. By the way, always, we don't condone forcing another person to kiss you. You know what? I got to give him credit. At least he was honest about it. Yeah, at least he was honest. Like, hey, listen, I, it might have been my last kiss. And and he and she was like, oh, and he's like, what? So she's in her um the med uh so the magi start going toward the boat. This has been like the H team of the magi because they suck. H try like why? Probably why. <laughs> I mean, this this one guy with a hook is the most accident prone human being on the face of this earth. So. Um, Evie's, like, sitting there thinking about O'Connell, and she's like, he's not that good of a kiss anyway. You're, you're a bit drooling over him since you saw him with this cut hair and clean shape. Like, and yeah, blame the girl. You clearly want to sit on the guy's face. Jesus! And, and uh, she does. I mean, you're not wrong, but Jesus! Listen. Listen. I want her to sit on my face, too. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, so, uh, um, they get the Magi hook guy attacks her, and he asks for a map and a key. She has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And, um... She knows what he's looking for, but she's playing it off. No, she doesn't know about the key. She knows about the map. She has no idea what the key is. Has no freaking idea. At this point. She... She, put, she puts two and two together later. Oh, okay. But at first... You, you, you have you. I would just assume that that was a box holding a map. I mean, could be, but regardless, um, the Magi are all pretty easily defeated. Easily? That's an understatement. Rick takes them all down almost by himself. Yeah, the, you know. Let's be honest. No one else does anything in this series except for O'Connell. I don't know, that one, the, the, the dollar store O'Connell killed the, the hook dude. Yeah, right? But the whole boat's on fire, and everyone gets off. Rick has my favorite line, wait here, I'll go get help with a jump. That is the best. Wait here. Do uh, you know how many times I've actually done that in life? And he's just like, ah! <laughs> Spoilers, more often than you would think, audience. Like, every time I see this guy, I think he's going to like hijack a plane and crash. Okay, that's mean. That's too far. Am I wrong? Every time, no. Every time I see this man, I think he's gonna attack a buffet. So they, uh, they all get to safety, and Benny is like, "Hey, look at all the." Like, it wouldn't surprise me if this guy was banned from every Chinese buffet. So they get to, um. (laughs) You're an asshole. <laughs> I loved your silence. That was brilliant. So they get to um, they get to Hamanatra after Evie. After Rick gives Evie the same reaction that Rick gave her, because she gets these like um, this like black dress and this like veil around her face, and Rick's like, oh, oh, hello, just fuck already. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> so they um they get these camels, and they make it to Hamanopter, and they actually they made a bet with the other group, and Evie gets there first, so Rick won. 
but you never she see the money. She had nothing to do. Oh yeah, they never got that money. Yep. So they get the Hominoptera, and they're almost immediately attacked by the Magi. Forgot something. Okay. Because you brought up Titanic earlier. All right. The asshole that designs the ship in the movie is the Egyptologist that's helping Dollar Store O'Connell's group. Oh, yeah. It's also Robin Williams' father in Jumanji. You remember that movie? I've only seen it, like, twice. I don't think I've ever seen it in full. How crazy is that? I mean... It is what it is. But it, this Titanic and Jumanji are the only films I've seen this actor in. I don't. He, I don't know if he has that big of a. Oh God, he actually has a pretty big filmography. Good for him. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. Where was uh, I? Oh yes, they're attacked by the Magi. Well, have they and... discovered Emotep yet? No, 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 no. I think that's after. No, that's before they get attacked by the Magi. Yep. No, wait, no. They, they haven't attacked. opened. They, they they found the sarcophagus, but they hadn't opened it yet. Yeah, they attack the, They attack them twice. So, yeah. So they go. Um, they go underground, start digging. Um, Rick actually stole one of the guy's toolkits and gave it to Evie. And he's like, I thought you'd like this. Uh, and he's, he's like a fucking like loser talking to a hot chick in high school. Like he's, he's so much. He's so nervous. It's adorable. It is. I I love their romance. I'm sorry. So they uh, they find the sarcophagus, and um, more like it found them. And then the other group finds um. The jars containing Anox to the Moon's organs and the Book of the Dead. And Mr. Mr. Terrorist fucking Pigman <laughs> has a he, he really is a living embodiment of Man Bear Pig, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Finds <laughs> um like these um finds the scarabs. And he starts collecting them, but one falls in the sand and eats gets into his okay. body and falls into his Why body. are they in the wall? Because isn't this this isn't this will appear again in the film. Why are these things in the wall when the rest of the time they're coming from the gr- sand? I think these were fossilized or something. And they just get unfossilized? I, 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 the place is cursed, dude. I get it. It's just always bugged me. Why are these are like... I think the ones that come out of the ground are tied into Emotep. That's the only thing I can think of. It, it could be, because, I mean, the sequel, they show up right before Emotep. They find Emotep. Well, they did say he's a walking plague, so... You could be on to something with that. He could have the... He could just have those powers. But, uh... You, dude, you might be on to something with that. The dude runs full force to a wall and cracks so what his do you? Skull. Yeah, what do you think actually got him? Was it the... Him just running into that wall, or the scarab eating his brain. I think the scarab got into his brain, and the old, and he ran full speed and crushed his skull against that wall. That's all I can think of. I think, yeah, I think the impact is what finished him off. Either so, way, he was going to die. 
So we have a scene of um, Jonathan, Evie, and Rick just kind of bonding. Jonathan drunkily falls asleep. And Evie's drunk. Yeah, by the way, I found out what they are drinking, and I do intend to buy that for Annalise's graduation. Why would you say that on this podcast? Oh, she already knows. Oh, Jesus Christ. She already knew. Because me and her have talked about getting that... that that Evie, uh, whiskey Evie, for a while. Amy says to O'Connell, what's a place like me doing in a girl like this? I didn't miss to quote that. That's the actual quote. Because she's she drunk. And, you know, you find out that her parents are, her father's a very famous explorer. Which one? I don't know. It's not in the script. It's <laughs> not in the script. And his, her mother was Egyptian. And she's like, I'm going to kiss you, Mr. O'Connell. And he's like, call me Rick. So, Okay, I have a few issues with this. I mean, yes, she's compliant, but she's clearly drunk, and he was going to let her kiss him when she was drunk. It takes place in 1926, dude. I mean, I get that, but to quote Austin Powers, I can't. You're drunk. It's not right. Yeah, well, that took place in the 90s. True. So that's just... This takes place 100 years in the past, dude. (laughs) But you know, she falls asleep, and he doesn't try to wake her up. He's like, okay. Yeah, at least there's that. So the next day, they actually do open the sarcophagus. And you see this corpse that's still decaying. Yeah, why is it still decaying? But it's been there since 1290 BC, so it's probably been like 3,000 years. So is that part of the curse, or...? It has to be because of the curse. Yeah. And I forgot who found it. Found what? The Book of the Dead, but someone finds the Book of the Dead. No, uh, the Dollar Store O'Connell's group does. When Remember when they... When they found the jars, they found the book. Yeah, because they're, they're digging on the, by the statue of Anubis, and they are directly under them. So Rick sees her open the book with the key, and he's like, this is a bad idea. She's like, no harm ever came from reading the book. Womp, womp, womp. And she, of course, reads the enchantment. It's that, the first page! That brings this mummy back to life. Oh, God. This is why we can't have nice things, Evie! Now, let's introduce ourselves to one of the most powerful antagonists I've ever seen in a film. For Like... Jesus Christ, this guy's unstoppable. So he could have probably beaten Thanos. I don't know about that, but like <laughs> he finds the um the one guy with the glasses. I think his name is Mister Burns. It's... We'll we'll get back to that because the group starts like running because well because he summons like locusts. Yeah, oh, there's a plague. Like, he, as soon as he wakes up, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, all hell breaks loose. But the Egyptologist is covered in them. And he's like, and he's oh, fine. And now that they're back. So why do they all go running inside? Now that Emotep's back, because they're not safe outside. He was safe. He was outside. Who? The Egyptologist. Oh, yeah. Well, he was covered in locusts. Just an average Tuesday for him. As I was saying, so they end up um, inside. Evie gets separated from the group, 
And this is where I'm talking about where um, the locusts, the uh, scarabs are connected to Elotep, because now that he's back, that's when they start coming out of the ground and fast eating. So I think they're tied into Emotep. Yeah, I, I remember we were talking about this as we were watching this, and I just kept making fun of like the fact that she goes like they're supposed to eat you there, so and from this point on they're just instantaneously eating people. Yeah. So, but Frankie brought up a good point. He said because there's just like a thousand of them. Yeah, there's so many. So Evie finds Mister Burns, and um, his eyes and his tongue are gone. God, that was so freaky as a kid. And she turns around, and there's Emotep. And it's like, oh no. Oh god. Oh dear god. Um, and he's still juicy. (laughs) 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 And because Mr. Burns has bad eyes... He thinks she's a Noxuna Moon. Is that why? Mm-hmm. I never put two and two together. He has bad eyes, so he thought that was a Noxuna Moon. How put that together? I, um... I don't know. No, actually really... Good on you. So Rick finds her. He's like, whoa! And he, uh, I mean, that's probably not my natural reaction. My natural reaction is like, what the fuck? Get, 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 get. To be fair, Rick suspected there was a monster. That's he, true. He, he always knew there was evil here. And so Emotep roars at him. And he roars back, shoots him with a shotgun, and runs away. Yeah, he's like, ah, boom. You know, I give her a question. I give her credit. No questions asked. Fuck it. Boom. Straight to the point. You gotta give the man that. And so the Magi come back, and um, they're like, you refuse to leave, and now you've doomed us all. It's like, I got him. Relax. And they explained, you, uh, dumb shit. You can't kill him with a gun. So... There's a very good question I've, I've had. Yes? Goes into Hamanatra with all these magi, right? Because yep. they're saying we've got to go on the hunt now. Like, fuck, stop this thing. Yep, yep. And later in the film, he, he actually comes to Cairo by himself with no backup. Where the hell are the rest of the Magi? In Hamanatra. So does it imply that Emotep killed them all? Uh, he Either he did, or he went to Cairo to meet the, um, the guy from the... The, li- the, the librarian. Yep, yep. So they all go to, um, they head back in Cairo to talk to the, um, Librarian and Artifay is there, and they're like, oh, you mother... This <laughs> motherfucker. So... They, um, explain the situation, and, um... We might have missed something. We, mi- I, I, we may have missed something. 
So we missed go, the first kill. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. So Benny is there, and he's cornered by Emotep. And I, I love this little detail that he's such a weasel little shit. He carries Tomans from each religion, and he eventually speaks the religion that um, the slaves of ancient Egypt had. And he's Judaism. Like, yeah, and he's like, "Bring me oh. the other sacred jars, and I'll let you live." And he's like, "Ah." I can use you. So Benny brings him to Burns, who's, you know, all fucked up. And Emotep's whole plan is basically eat... Eat Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> of course! No one gives a shit about Eric Roberts! So they eat go to Eric check... Eric Roberts. So Rick and the group go to check on Mr. Brown, uh, the guy. And he's just a corpse. Like, there's just a skeleton there. And Emotep starts, like, transforming. And they're like, oh no. But for, but he's uh, he sees a cat, and he's like, nope. I'm out. Deuces. Deuces, bye. Too rich for my blood. Or lack uh, of blood, I'm sure he has at this point. So Emotep has grown a lot more powerful, because he, uh, Rick was able to like knock him over with a gun. Before, and now he's just tanking bullets. Does God. not care. Does not care. Because each victim he consumes, he get he gets stronger. Oh yeah. So he's pretty much harvesting their organs for himself, but also increasing his power. Yeah. Jesus. So they um. That now going back to what I was saying earlier, they they think they go to Kyle, they learn the situation. Dude, how horrifying is that? Knowing there's something that's trying to, like, literally suck you dry. So Emotep starts systematically taking them all out. And there's just nothing they can do to stop him. Um, And he is eventually fully regenerated. Do I really do have a question, though? What's up? What is stopping one of the guys marked for Emotep from... I, I, I hate to be so crude, and I hate to put it this way, but oh, just kind of... Yeah, off themselves. You think he would still be able to suck up? Suck him, suck him up? Um, Do they have to be alive, is what if I'm... If their organs are still intact, then probably. But, I don't know. I mean, what's stopping getting down and saying, you know what, I'm doomed anyway, so... The thing is, I think he Again, got... not encouraging that mindset, but I'm just, like, wondering, like, is there a loophole, maybe, to this? The, the thing is, I think he got all of them within, like, an hour. Like, it, got... did, it did not take him long to get no, all in a spam of a day, he got them all. Like, it was ridiculous how fast he did that. Because he got burned, in, like, probably mid-afternoon, early evening... The Egyptologist was the evening, and that's when he's at his creepiest. Yeah. Then he Dude, goes, what? then he gets that's the other two, like, back to back. Yeah, straight back to back. I would say that, at that one, that's an hour tops. He got the last two. And, um, he, um, they straight up say, yo, Emotep's got Evie. And, um, they know they can't beat him. Just, there's no freaking way. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way. So Evie's like, 
let let me go come up with a plan. For real, like I we gotta buy time somehow because there's nothing we can do. So they uh pitch a ride on a plane with this dude named Winston. Winston is the best character in the film. He just he just wants to die. Winston is a drunk, sad man that just wants to and wants to go wants to die in glo- in glory of battle. He so follows they, the old warrior's code of he wants a glorious death in battle. Like all, all his of, friends. Before all of that, Evie did figure out where the gold book was. Yeah, underneath the steps horse. So they have to go find that. Yeah, because it's literally the only thing that's gonna stop them. Um, how did they get that? What do you mean? How did they? I forgot how they got that. Because pretty much they figured, well, we all know there's a gold book. There's a book of the living. If the black book was able to bring it back, then they're just pretty much they're putting all their straws in one basket and thinking the gold book would kill him. I mean, I get that, but where? How did they get the gold book? I can't remember how they found it. They dug it. Okay. Cool. They they found Hor- the statue of Horus and pretty much probably found the same way the other group found the Black Book. All right. Works for me. So. Yeah. They find Emotep. And they're trying to save you. And Emotep is just like, ha, 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 you're funny. And creates like a sandstorm just by like screaming. Say. In the theater, it was a pretty pretty cool looking. Still, it still does hold up because it's sand. So I mean, Jonathan, Rick, and Ardith survive. Winston, nope. Rest in honor. Yeah. And to add insult to injury, he sinks in this quicksand. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. So now another we're actor from Titanic, actually. So now we're getting toward the. Uh, the climax of the film. And, um... We end and up... They're going down into Hominoptera again. Yeah, they get the book, and Emotep is starting the ritual to bring back an Oxford Moon. Well, he does. He just... He brings her back. But he, um, yeah. So, he finds out Rick... Jonathan and Ardith are there. He brings back his priests and um, is like, a hip you'd send them. A hip you'd send them. All right, folks, this is a portion of the, the, the movie where you all take a shot every time he says a hip you'd send A hip you'd Drink! So they, I think Emotep has the key, and Jonathan is able to read um, an incantation on the front of the book to control the minions. With a line that gets repeated in two different movies. Because <laughs> Jonathan knows a little bit of ancient Egyptian because he learned it from Evie. Yeah, and, um, obviously. So Evie's trying to fight off an ox to the moon. Yeah, by the way, in the opening of the movie, if he didn't stab whatever he was going to stab, she, her soul just literally went back. This, it's staying? Doesn't seem consistent to what's been established. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's like, I, what's this symbol? And she's like, what's it look like? It's a bird. It's a, a bird, a stalk. Uh, a metaphus, as she's being choked by an oxygen moon. 
Oh yes, I see. So he reads that, and he reads that, and he's able to control the um, the priests who kill Anoxia. Not, no, those are more like soldiers. They aren't. Those aren't the priests. Well, the point is, they kill Anoxia Moon brutally, honestly. And Rick is uh, fighting Emotep. And Rick has like a literally zero chance. He, he he cannot beat this. Guy. He's literally getting tossed around. He does chop his arm off at one point, and Emotep just kind of puts it back on. <laughs> well, that sword should not be still sharp after thousands of years. I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so they do get the key from um, Emotep, and Evie's like, "Keep it busy," and Rick's just getting tossed around. Emotep's about to the whole eat Eric Roberts thing again. <laughs> eat Rick O'Connell. And Evie is able to complete an incantation. And Rick's like, I thought this was supposed to kill him. Because he's still and alive. Dumbass Emotep just literally walks into it. And so he starts going for Rick, and Rick just instinctively stabs him. Emotep's mortal now. So, Rick... That kind of makes sense when you think about it, more so than in the second one. Hear me out. Emotep's a priest. He's not a fighter. Like, I, like when you see him fighting O'Connor when he has his powers, he's just literally tossing him. He's not really fisticuffing. Fisticuffing. He's just like, bitch, bitch, bitch. He could be like a monk and was trained in combat. I don't know if that's how it worked back in I couldn't, I, I mean, to be fair, Emotep didn't need to try. Well, I always just see, like, he's just, he doesn't know how to fight, so, like, naturally, he's just like, well, I got power. Eh. You know who else doesn't really know how to fight? Jiren. But there you go. <laughs> okay, that's for a Dragon Ball Super review. I'm just saying, Emotep didn't need to put in any effort because, uh, uh, I feel like at this point we've we've talked about we're hyping up our Dragon Ball retrospective with every episode. At this the point, point I'm saying is Emotep need to put in any skill because he was just that much stronger than Okan. <laughs> but anywho, Emotep is killed by Rick and degenerates and falls into the pool of souls and vows revenge. And death is only the beginning. So with him dead, um. The place starts falling apart. No, no, because Benny does the sweat. Like, puts his bag of gold on a lever that goes down, and that's that what makes it all go. Well, so here's the thing. Benny's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, Rick, Jonathan, and Evie get out of there. It's and pretty much like a James Bond ending. Like, the, the layer's about to self-destruct. And Rick does try to save Benny. Um, oh well. Doesn't make it, and Benny is cornered by the flesh-eating scarabs. Think and- about this. I don't know what's more terrifying: the fact that he is now trapped underneath all that sand in Hamanata with no food or limited air supply, or just getting eaten right away. I don't know what's the worst fate. But he is—you don't see it, but you hear him get devoured. But yeah, what's worse, him, the prolonged death, or the sudden death? 
Artist Bay thanks them for what they've done. Oh, oh you know, just fuck me, I guess. Just don't, don't answer the question. Right, fuck your questions. <laughs> I... At least if you're not immediately eating, you can at least make an attempt to get out. Mm, true. But the, he was just immediately... He had no way. He was just... You know. He's just like, I'm gonna die today. Yeah, this is always one of the scenes that actually freaked me out as a kid. So Evie and Rick are now a couple. And what you see on the camel is Benny's stolen treasure. They're rich! Rich, I tell you! And we'll see the labors of that in the second movie. Except for Jonathan, who will blow all his money. Yep. So, if I'm 100% real with you for a second, this is um, certainly a movie. Um, it's, it's no not, Oscar winner. It's not an amazing movie by any means. But it knows what it is, it uh, and it just and it does its job well. It's kind of like in the same category as like Mortal Kombat, though I do think as than Mortal Kombat. No, this, this is a far better scripted movie. Yes, and a better acted movie because like the actors, like Brendan Fraser in particular, does a great job as his role. Everyone's doing a good job here. Yeah, Jonathan's great. Um, Evie, uh, Rachel Wise is a great job. Emotep, the guy who does the Emotep is fucking intimidating. Yeah. This like, is, it's a simple, fun, popcorn ride of a movie that knows exactly what's it going to be. Don't think about it too much, and just try to have fun. It's a fun movie. It's not meant to be, uh, oh, is it art? No, it's, it's a fun adventure movie with a monster in it. That, honestly, we don't have enough of anymore. We don't have this type of film anymore. No, we don't, and um, I wish we did. We did. And I would love to see a proper third, a third movie in this series. Uh, I recently heard Brendan Fraser is would do it. He would come back. Didn't he just do a good movie of a movie recently where he did like a real? Apparently, he had a really good in it. His acting was phenomenal in it. I don't know. The whale. That's what got him the Oscar. He won the Best Actor award. Did he actually? Yeah, I'm not. Kidding. He is Oscar winner Brendan Fraser. That's actually incredible. Good for you. I'm a Frasier fan. I missed him when he was on his hiatus. I mean, I, I'll, Honestly, I'll, I'm giving the man a round of applause. He, he's literally a childhood hero of mine. Look, if you bring back Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, uh, John, John Hanna, and the guy who played Emotep, I'd watch it. Watch it? Um, you'd have to do it right. You'd need the right script and the right actors, but I'd watch it. Don't bring back the Scorpion King. I don't care no, no, there's no need for score. His his stuff was done. But, but however, yeah, it has to be the right script. There has to be a legit good reason why Emotep's coming back again. I would say this is um of the two mummy movies, I do prefer this one to the second one. Like yes, the, the the second one's more off the rails, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Um. This is a fun movie for me. I know this is like Adelaide's go-to put-on movie in the background movie. 
It's one of mine. Um, like, no I, joke, audience. We, me, Frankie, and Ellie's will literally have text groups, and we're just quoting this, this, and the second one. So I, I got to be honest with you for a second. This director, I think this and the mom, oh, second one are the only two one of his movies I actually like. You have the issue with Van Helsing, though. I mean, I didn't. I thought it was a movie. Yeah, I didn't really care for it as much as you guys do. If I'm how many goddamn Scorpion King movies are there? A lot. Why? The only one I've seen is the first one with The Rock himself. I didn't finish it. Um, we had it. It's not good. No, it, from what I remember, it's not good. That's a video for another day. But yeah, I, I do enjoy it. Most people I know that have seen this movie do enjoy it. And I don't know if that's nostalgia or not. I feel like it probably is. I think both. Like it's just a fun movie, and we have nostalgia for it. I mean, I have nostalgia for my for Power Rangers the movie, and I think that movie's trash. So there you go. Movie. That's a fucking movie. God damn. Paul Freeman's literally trolling everyone in that film. Oh, Jesus, that's a video for another day. Yep. Oh my god. Um But yeah, now Brendan Fraser, they all do I think they all do a good job. This is a fun movie. Don't I, take I, this I don't think this movie works without this cast. No, it does not. I they they all have great chemistry together. Like I'm uh, Rachel Wise and Brendan Fraser actually have a really good this movie. Really? Well romantic they have great romantic chemistry, they have great actual chemistry as actors along with everyone in the cast. Like Jonathan and uh, Evie. Really you buy them as a brother and sister. Exactly. The only actor I didn't really care for were the um, like the side American people. Did not care about them whatsoever. It's made to be lands for slaughter. I mean, they're fine with what they do with the, their roles, but they really have nothing roles. They're there just to die. Yeah, they're there just to die. Yeah, they're like the, the whole cast of Blood and Honey, like that. I don't, I don't even know their names. Yeah, yeah me either. I kn- the only one I know is Mr. Burns, cause, only because Evie says it. Yeah, but, um... Alright, so, before we announce the next review, I, we're going to do our typical um, content creator shout-out. Yeah. And Anthony, who are you shouting out this? Shout Escape from Walt Disney last time, I believe. So screw it, they don't need my help, but hot hot damn if I'm not gonna give them a shout out because Lord knows they've done a lot a lot for me. Team Four Star. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Team Forza. They do the people behind Dragon Ball Z abridged. They do a lot of other content involving Dragon Balls. They're doing little Boo Saga bits for totally not marked reviews. Well, th- those are done now. Which hopefully, come on, guys, we all want it. You know your audience wants them. Just do it. Don't Just do cowards. it. Don't be cowards. Rick O'Connell demands it. But yeah, go check out Team Four Star or any of their other channels on YouTube, and just enjoy the laughs.
mine's gonna be a lot different. Um, actually, with um, Hell's Kitchens comes back tomorrow for the new season. So does Kitchen Nightmares. So I'm gonna shout out a guy named Flynn Masters. There's a lot of Hell's Kitchen content on YouTube. If you're a fan of Hell's Kitchen, check the videos out. This reminds me just because Gordon Ramsay when he was on Hot Ones, but go watch the InSync Hot Ones episode just so you can get Justin to actually do a reunion tour. Watch the Ed Boon one, too, while you're at it. Yeah, just support Mortal Kombat. Oh, man, I've been playing the shit out of that game. Oof. The review for that will come on Frankie's YouTube channel soon, guys. Yeah, yeah, it will. Now I'm back to a quarter, because um, the video I wanted to do has to get delayed. Because there's a guest I want to get on it, and he is unavailable. So whatever, no matter who whose it falls under, we'll probably, if it falls under a week where it's my turn or his turn, we'll skip those episodes for when he's available and we'll just do his episode. So by the time we do another episode, it'll probably be October. So, so I want to re review a horror movie next time. Oh, we're going we're gonna to get right into our spooktacular month? And, and the first horror movie we are going to review is one I hold near and dear to my heart. I mentioned a character from this movie earlier. So next time we're going to talk about Scream. Shit, let's go. So guys, be ready for our Scream review next time. And get ready for the horror season, because that's probably what we're going to be doing all month long. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of horror movies. Yep. And here we go who wants to go through this time but <laughs> as always i want to thank you guys so much for listening to us talk about the mummy for almost, for jesus christ by cutting out for almost an hour that let's be honest we could have talked if it was the second one this would have been longer also if annalise was here if annalise nice. was here also yeah maybe we can get her for the mummy returns fingers crossed annalise you know you want to you know, the, the people want you back. I want you back. It's funny you mentioned that with fucking NSYNC, and that was our first single. Right? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your night. Take care. Bye-bye.